And we have to talk about the coronavirus at least a little bit if we're going to be talking about investing, because that's all anybody is talking about right now is the coronavirus. Hello and welcome back to today's episode of the Potentially Podcast. So glad you guys decided to come back and give us another listen. Today we are going to be talking more about retirement planning and we have to talk about the coronavirus at least a little bit if we're going to be talking about investing because that's all anybody is talking about right now is the coronavirus. With something like the coronavirus, people tend to start to panic a little bit and want to pull all their money out of everything because stocks are going down. People are not just panicking. They are full-scale freaking out. And I have no idea if the coronavirus is going to end up being this huge big deal or not. I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. But as far as investing goes, if we look back historically at trends, even if something really bad happens... That doesn't mean that the market stays down for forever. So generally, the wisdom is, if something bad is happening, do not pull your money out of your retirement accounts, especially if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s. Do not do it. You have not realized any losses until you actually pull your money out. So if you look at your accounts right now, and you know I've looked at my retirement account and it's down, but it's not really down. I haven't really lost any money until I actually pull out the money. So everybody needs to take a big deep breath. It's going to be okay. I pulled up this S&P 500 index chart, and basically it just shows you the historical returns over the last 90 years. And if you look at it, yes, there are ups and downs in the market, but overall it is an upward trend. Overall, the US market is an upward trend and no history doesn't mean that that's definitely gonna happen in the future, but it's the only thing we have to use to predict the future. So if you look at historically, the S&P 500 has gone up and up and up, and it probably will again. This is probably a blip. This is probably just a short-term little downside in the market. You should not pull your money out. You should not freak out. Everyone just needs to calm down a little bit. Even if it does go down, what goes down has to come back up eventually. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you're young, I really, really wor- wouldn't worry about this. Even if you were in your middle ages, I wouldn't worry about this. If you're closer to retirement, maybe that's something that you want to go talk about with your financial planner and see if you need to make any adjustments. Um, that can be a more one-on-one discussion that you have with your personal financial advisor. But everyone else just needs to take a, t- a deep breath. Don't stop putting away for your future. It's going to be all right. And really, this is the great time to buy because now the market's down and everything's on sale, right? I love when things are on sale and me and my husband are actually considering investing right now since everything's going down. It's a good time to buy in. Exactly. So what we were originally planning on just talking about this week were the different types of retirement accounts. So I think we could probably get into that now, um, the different options that you have of how you want to invest. So it starts out very basic of 
You can open up a 401k, a Roth IRA, regular IRA, a 403b. What are the differences between all of these? And um, we'll get into that today. So a 401k is a plan that you do through your employer. So it is employer-sponsored retirement plan. You can put in money. And then if your company has benefits where they match what you put in, your employer can put in money for you as well. You pick how you want your money invested once it goes into the account, and then it grows from there. The really cool thing about a 401k versus like an old school pension is that it's your money. So from the moment that you put in the money, it's yours. If your company goes out of business, it doesn't matter. If you get fired, it doesn't matter. If you want to change careers, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It is your money. Um, it is your money 100%. Okay. So it might be a little bit different about the employer match. So the employer match, some companies have different rules. Some say that you have to be vested before you get the employer match. Some you get the employer match right away. So what vested usually means is you have to work there for a certain amount of time before the money is actually yours. So let's say you have to be there a year before the match that they've been putting in is actually your money. But it's not usually too long. It's not usually too long of a time period. It's not like a pension where you need to be there 30 years to actually take the money. So any money that you put in yourself from your paycheck is yours right away. The employer match, it might depend on the company, whether it's yours right away or you have to wait until you're fully vested before you can touch that money. At a previous job of mine, I had a 401k and I was going into a job that didn't have one, so I was able to get my money back right away. And it was only a couple hundred dollars, but at least you get that money back and it's not lost forever if it's a short-term job for you. It's always smart to put into it, though, still, even if you think it's going to be a short-term job because you never know. You might stay at the job longer than you thought. Right. So you can always roll over your 401k into a different retirement account. So if you're only going to be at the job six months and you feel like it's not worth it to um, actually put into the retirement account, that is not true. You can put in the money and then when you go and leave the company, you can take that money with you without any penalties and stuff as long as you roll it over into some kind of other qualified retirement account. The other thing you want to consider is that there are caps to how much you can put in your 401k every year because since you are getting that benefit of it not being taxed before you put it in, um, the government does set restrictions of how much money you can contribute. So for 2020, the new annual contribution is $19,500. So you can put in $19,500 for the year 2020 and that can all be pre-tax money. So that means what you're doing is you're lowering your tax liability. Okay? So you're not going to feel $19,500 less of your income if you were to put that all in. Because let's say you don't contribute any money to your retirement account. You're not actually going to get $19,500. That money is now going to be taxed as regular income. So you'll get, let's say, 75% of that money. So that's also the really cool thing about putting money away for retirement is that you're saving yourself in taxes and nobody likes Another taxes. great thing about having a 401k is there are plans that are for self-employed people. So if you run your own business, don't think that you can't start a retirement fund for yourself because you definitely can. 
So that brings us over to an IRA, which is an individual retirement account. So if you are self-employed, this would probably be what you are looking at, which just means you start your own retirement account for yourself and you put in the money yourself. Obviously, you're not going to have an employer match, but that's okay. So the contribution amounts for an IRA are a little bit different. Um, You can contribute $6,000 a year into an IRA or seven thousand dollars a year if you are age 50 or older the reason that they do that is that you know as you get closer to retirement they're allowing you to put in more for me i have a thrift savings plan i'm not sure if this is only a military thing or not but this is what they offer in the military it's similar to a 401k i put in about 10 percent of my paycheck every month and then they will match a percentage of that as well so very similar to a 401k and we have roth and traditional so roth is taxed when you're putting the money in. Traditional is taxed at the end when you're going to take the money out. Right. So let's talk a little bit more about the Roth IRA and why that's useful for you guys. So if the Roth is taxed when the money is going in, why does that even matter? Well, it matters because then when you go to pull the money out, you're taking out all money that doesn't need to have any taxes taken out of it. So you know exactly what you're getting in the future. None of it is taxed when you take it out, which is amazing. I like that better because I want to know exactly how much I'm going to be getting in my retirement. Not having to do the math and thinking about all the taxes is easier for me. So I think it's a good idea to have both plans. If you have the 401k, it's great because you can put more money in there. You're not worried about taxes right now. You're putting more money in at the beginning, which means it can grow at a faster rate, right? But the Roth IRA is nice to balance that out because you know that you have some income later that you can use that isn't taxable. So it's kind of balancing out your tax liability which I think is a good plan when you're looking at retirement. The kicker with the Roth, though, is that there are limits. So if you make too much money, they won't let you contribute to a Roth IRA. So last year's limits were if you were married, you're filing jointly, then if you make over $203,000, I believe, you couldn't contribute to a Roth. And then if you're single, if you made over $137,000, you couldn't contribute to a Roth. If you're somebody whose salary is going to start off small and then your salary is going to bump up or you're going to have other um, ventures outside of just your main job and you plan on making more in the future, the Roth is something that you should get started today. Like if you get started today and just let it sit there, even if you can't contribute to it anymore, it can still grow by itself and you'll have a nice chunk of change when you get to retirement. So that's definitely something people should look at in their 20s and 30s if they haven't hit that salary limit. So the other weekend when I was running those original retirement projections for you guys for that podcast I first did on retirement planning, I also ran some projections if we were to add a Roth IRA to our mix. So you guys know that Jacob is in school right now. So when he gets out of school and he gets a job, I looked from there and only putting into a Roth IRA for three years for each of us because his job is the job where eventually it'll go up and we'll be making um, too much money to contribute to a Roth. So I looked at, okay, let's say we just have extra money to put into a Roth and max it out, which means put in $6,000. So max it out for three years, just three years and let it sit until we're 65. What would that look like? So I ran all the projections And I did the same average interest rate that I had done for the last 
um, set of projections and it comes to $86,500. So $86,500 for Jacob, $86,500 for me, for each of us putting in $6,000 for three years. That's insane. That is so much growth. And we weren't even continuing to contribute to it for all the other years. That's all I looked at. So a Roth IRA can be a really great tool. That means that when we get go to retirement, $173,000 we can take out and not pay a dime of taxes on. Not one dime will go to the government because we've already paid the government earlier on. That's amazing. That's power right there. So even if you're somebody who knows you're going to be making more in the future and a Roth IRA isn't going to be something that you can contribute to, that's okay. Contribute now. Let it grow. Let it sit there. Don't touch it. And then when you get to retirement, it'll be, you know, this nice huge chunk of money that you don't have to pay any taxes on. Yeah, having that much money not taxed is a big deal. I think it's important to remember that even if you think it's a small amount, you should be putting away into retirement of any type. Right. So there's all kinds of different accounts. The ones that we talked about today, 401k, Roth IRA, regular IRA. If you're in the government, then you have the, what did you call it, Isabel? What was, what was yours? Uh, thrift Savings Plan or TSP. Okay. Thrift Savings Plan. Or like me as being a teacher, I have a 403B. I think 403Bs are also for other nonprofit organizations. So whatever account you have, all it basically is is how it works within the tax code. So they're all re- they're all investment accounts. It's just how does this account get taxed? What are the rules for how much money you can put in? Um, those are basically the only differences. So then you get to the actual investing part. So when you get to the investing part, personally, I look at what kind of fees, what kind of commission, what is my tolerance level for risk? Some people are more risky than others. How old am I? I'm looking at all these different factors. I'm not somebody who wants to go really pick individual stocks. Um, That's really risky and my risk level is not there whatsoever. So I'm looking more at index funds or mutual funds or the target date retirement funds where the investment company, whatever you're going with, kind of... um, does it for you based on some information that you give them. So your investment choices are very personal to you. So there's no way I could tell you one size fits all what's going to work best for you. That's something that maybe you want to go talk with a financial planner if you don't feel confident enough doing it yourself. If you do feel confident enough to at least start, that's great because then you'll be saving money. So I would say very first step is if you have an employer, make sure that you're signed up for your 401k so that you have amounts coming out. Then figure out your risk because most employee-sponsored plans are going to have some kind of larger investment management company and they're going to ask you, you know, are you conservative or are you more aggressive or are you moderate? I usually kind of go middle of the way, moderate, just because I could probably go aggressive because I'm young, but I just get nervous. I just, I I don't like seeing the money go down. So I get nervous. So I usually go moderate, but that's completely up to you. And if you just start there, like that's how you start saving your money, that's great. Once you feel more confident, then maybe you can look at going and speaking with a financial advisor, seeing if you want to branch out more, invest in more specific funds, in more specific industries, 
But I think that is a really great place for somebody in their 20s who is just starting out and needs to kind of dip their toes in and and is nervous and isn't sure exactly where to turn. That's what I would do. I would go in, I would sign up to have my money taken out every month out of my checks. I would deposit it directly into the retirement fund, at least 10%, and I would pick what risk level I was comfortable with. And I honestly, if you're somebody who gets really nervous, I wouldn't even look at the account for a while. Don't check that every week. It's going to go up and down. It's going to go all over the place. The stock market is very volatile when you look at short periods of time. But the longer the period of time, the less volatile it becomes and the more upward your money is going to become. Yeah, I'm someone who tends to not look at mine all the time because I stress about finances a little bit. So if I don't check it weekly or even monthly, when I look back in a few months time, it feels better to me to see the progress at that point. So kind of just to recap what we talked about, you want to save for your retirement at least 10%, start contributing to a 401k or an IRA, and also contribute to a Roth so that way you have both tax situations happening at the same time. Make sure that your risk tolerance is exactly where you feel comfortable, whatever works best for you. And then when you get to that later stage, then maybe now it's time to go talk to a financial advisor. All right, so I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I hope that brought a little bit of insight. I hope that you're taking a deep breath. You're not freaking out about the coronavirus. Everything is going to be okay. We are all going to be okay. And hopefully you've learned a little bit more about where you want to put your money and how you're going to save for your retirement. Go ahead and like this podcast, follow it, review it so that way we can get the word out. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Live Potentially. Go continue the conversation over there. Let us know what you think. And also you can head over to our website, livepotentially.com. You can join the email list and you can stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.